0: Hello! Bit of a whopper for you this week, not in length, don't worry, I know how busy you are, just in coolness. It's a whopping amount of cool, this episode, because I'm only being taken out to dinner by fucking Uncle Roger, or more accurately, by his creator, comedian Nigel Ung. First things first, can I thank you for listening to Hoovering and telling anyone that you bump into, or that you already know well, or indeed anyone who you really love, about the podcast thanks for doing that um one way of spreading the word about the hoovering podcast is to leave it a five star review and to subscribe to it so please do those things if you've got a spare wedge i'd also love that go to patreon.com forward slash the hoovering pod and you will see brilliant hoovering related Perks that I will swap you in exchange for your cash. For example, uh, there is a hoovering live show first weekend of February at the Leicester Comedy Festival, and the majority of my patrons are getting a discount code for tickets to that. Some of them are getting an offer of a free ticket to that. That's a kind. Of, it's just the kind of stuff I give away. I say give away. It's just the kind of stuff I exchange. <laughs> for money <laughs> um, yeah. also whether you're a patron or not do you want to come and see the live show in Leicester I'm going to book some really brilliant acts there's a brilliant act doing the festival that weekend and um, as ever I'll try and find some sort of local or originally local foodie winner some sort of bake-off person something like that normally pops along um, last chance this year to attend a Honus Club it's the name of my new material night that I run in Camden uh, is on Monday, 29th of November if you're listening to this as it's come out me, Sarah Barron and Deborah Francis White will all be throwing at least half an hour of new material into the audience each, so I've made it sound quite violent um, sorry if I sound discra- distracted distracted, distracted. Uh, I've got uh, one of my cats he's got his face really close in my face That's fine isn't it I do feel like I'm, I sort of feel like the boss is watching me. Anyway, at the time of talking to you, right now, as I'm saying this, that Last Honest Club on the 29th of November still isn't sold out. So come if you'd like. It's six quid and it's at the Camden Comedy Club, which is obviously in Camden. Be weird if it was anywhere else. That's North London. Um, links to everything interesting that we mentioned in the podcast, including links to all the things like Patreon and um, live shows that I've just mentioned um, and Nigel's social media, links to his talk- All he's got coming up, all of those things, as ever, are in the podcast notes. Wherever you got this podcast from, um, it should have those attached. Right, let's get into it. So, Nigel is... A really good comedian, but as if that's not enough, on top of the research he does for Uncle Roger, he's already essentially also a massive, massive foodie and really knows his shit in terms of Asian, especially Malaysian food in London. So I let him take the reins completely and decide everything from where we went to exactly what we ate. And I'm sorry, feminism, but I really enjoyed that actually. Yum, yum, yum. We ended up in Soho's Mania, and oh my fucking god, It was one of the most, if not the most, delicious hooverings I have ever, ever done on this podcast. Oh, my mouth, my happy, happy tummy and mouth. Strap in. So, Uncle Roger got invented on your podcast with Evelyn Yes Yeah,
2: nice to meet you Just through riffing, you know Yeah I was like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if I played this middle-aged <laughs> yeah. Asian character Who <laughs> I know growing up, right? Yeah Like, they, they I see them at the, the coffee shops I go to And right. like, I, I can play that character And it, it's yeah. great because the sense of humour The kind of Asian boomer humour Yeah Nobody's seen it before in the West No, 100% right? It's yeah. basically, is it like Asia's Alan Partridge? <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah, actually, yeah, <laughs> it feels yeah. Like that. It's a good you know way I mean? to put it. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like
0: everybody knows an Alan Partridge, a grumpy, like, cantankerous
2: yeah. type, relatable. You yeah, know. but and also yeah.
0: kind of laughable, like a little bit. Yeah, yeah.
2: He means well, but he, you know, he's like a bit of a dick.
0: Yeah, 100 hundred, hundred percent. Yeah, but so also I, I you, maybe, all the mannerisms mm-hmm. as well are so. It's a, it's a very deft touch. It's all very subtly done, but I like i've watched a fair bit of it but i overdosed in the last few days like oh. it ready to ready to talk and Sorry then about that. no i loved it <laughs> but i found myself you know those catchphrases and stuff that you find yourself just subconsciously picking up you've you've done a brilliant job there thank com- you comedy thank writing you. even uh, via improvising well, yeah.
2: writing is a very nice word to describe it <laughs> <laughs> i write some shit down but you know i wouldn't call it writing yeah i love it yeah
0: but it's, um, would it begin, so that comes out of comedy, like the character, but like, did you already, were you already, <laughs> presumably you already had like a, a food, you were a foodie, you yeah, were into cooking.
2: Food. Most people from Asia love yeah. food, you know.
0: But were you already like, I don't know, like a fuss bag about Food, Like, it had to be good. You knew what was good or not.
2: Yeah, well, I would say thinking. we're not fussy when it comes to food, but we just want it to taste good. Yeah, fine. You know, people here who are fussy, they just... I won't eat mushrooms. I don't like cheese, you know? <laughs> to me, I'll eat anything, but I'm fussy about... Serve me anything. As long as it's good, yeah. I'll eat snails. I'll eat lobster. I'll eat crickets. As long as it's good.
0: Amazing. Yeah, yeah. I want to try all the things. Yeah. I feel sorry for people... I really feel sorry for people who don't live like that.
2: Well, a lot of people here have like food allergies <laughs> or like food preferences fussiness yeah
0: no I remember uh-huh. so we went for dinner one time before because we had a gap between we we're doing two gigs yes at the comedy store but we had two smaller gaps to record this but you took me somewhere brilliant yeah great food but um yeah like I remember even there you were like right tell me your allergies tell me what you don't like and I was like none none and you were like, like oh, what <laughs> how
2: refreshing <laughs> seriously man I love it that's a so- uh, number of dates I've turned down because they can't eat a certain thing it's like we're not gonna get along let's let's yeah. stop it here you know <laughs> vegan was, oh god we're done yeah
0: I'd love it if though that it would be so funny if because, obviously, Roger is a character, if you were, like, secret vegan, really fuzzy, if Nigel was, I like, could... Uh, no, no, <laughs> no, I can't I, honestly no. tell you. I In that way, he is things. drawn from real experience, <laughs> yeah. slightly, <Yes>. slightly, <laughs> yeah, also autobiographical. Yeah, yeah. But you're not, like, trained as a chef, because I feel like you no, really
2: fucking no. know what you're talking about. Well, I do my research. I yeah. I hire people to, right, you know... Right, right. My, when you say writing, I guess I have my research. Yeah. So I hire a food expert. I pay them for an hour at the time, Go amazing the dish amazing yeah, yeah. you got oh, the so you know? yeah, yeah 100% and also I, I love learning about these things i, I mm. know quite a lot now about three different dishes you know yeah, fret rice green curry <laughs> and <Amber. pho. laughs> yeah, <Right>. yeah
0: lovely <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dishes i review i know
2: quite a lot and ramen as well ramen i was going to say yeah, yeah, yeah. i hope yeah yes
0: and I, you got like some many millions of subscribers and celebrated by making ramen did you get any yeah. did you get any but, do you ever
2: get people going hang on no
0: <laughs> that's not how you do it
2: <laughs> um the backlash is wow. yeah so, so, I'm not a trained chef so sometimes yeah. my techniques right, how I right. use a blowtorch <laughs> how I chop sure it's not perfect but people you know people my fans understand it it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. this uh, I saw a comment recently. Said this guy, I gotta, "You got to give it to this guy. He used to be a comedian. Now he's committed to the, and he's, he has to actually learn how to cook because he's committed to this character." It's so I'm like, yeah, so thank true, you. actually I'll take that credit. You know,
0: it's so true because I think so with this podcast, I talk to <laughs> so loads of comedians because they, who I've got the easiest access to, yeah. and they
2: really fun gen- conversation. Yeah, hundred like percent. You want to talk to a random office yeah. guy? No, no offense to like you know the <laughs> random office workers, but. I've been stuck in those conversations yeah. where we they talk about Wimbledon for three hours. So. Oh, fuck that shit. And their commute. Oh my and God. Man, the worst
0: are the ones who are office rankers who have been told they're really funny. <laughs> oh, so.
2: yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's the worst.
0: <laughs> really heartbreaking. It's,
2: it's, it's always a dude. It's yeah. always a dude.
0: <laughs> it is always a dude. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But I want to know, well, I guess because in this, on this podcast, I talk to, I do talk to chefs, mm. talk to sort of food-making people and comedians, and I think because you're probably the closest thing to a, like, a crossover of that. Yeah. Um, I wondered if have making the work that you do as Uncle Roger desensitises you to the joy of eating, does it affect how you eat or how you approach eating? In the same way that um, being a comedian affects how you approach comedy and your enjoyment of comedy, because I don't think it's possible. Mm-hmm. It's like the it's like the secret um, dark side of being a comedian is that you become the shittest audience ever. Yeah. Like you're so analytical. Yeah. And has it done that to eating for you? Bridging that gap.
2: See, it hasn't right. because I don't actually cook. Okay, I, I review things. Yeah. Actually, I, I think, sh- sure, for comedy, I'm a comedian too, right? So yeah. for comedy, yeah, it's desensitized me to like, I was like, oh, that's funny, oh, that's clever. Yeah. Instead of laughing, actually laughing <laughs> yeah. and enjoying it. Yeah. But for cooking, you know, I, I critique them and yeah. it's actually deepen my enjoyment of it because now when I taste pho, I'm like, okay, is this sweeter? Oh, the sweeter one, okay. I, I get to infer, okay, the owner All of this right. restaurant must be from the south of Vietnam because it's sweeter.
0: So wow. Because I don't
2: actually Make the thing I yeah. just learn how it's made And it's in My understanding more I, I look at a ramen broth I'm like Oh wow Okay 12 hours of viscosity of it I notice nice. more things now
0: Yeah 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 So yeah. it would
2: be like I don't know God, What's I the anyone, here? I've
0: been doing this podcast For four years and I don't think anybody
2: uh, Said viscosity Really Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hello Hi you want, what, you want to order? Yeah why not? Yeah we want to order now okay can okay, order now? Hello to you Hello Hello, hello. Did you know 只是呀現在只是這是audio而已,所以 yeah, oh, Okay,可以啊。Can yeah, uh, we we can order some stuff,我們一邊錄一邊吃。好好,不會不會抵瑟。不會,any yeah. anytime， time,yeah. Uh, okay. You ready to Thank order? You, yeah, I'm not ready,yeah. Uh start with you New order okay, okay. i have everything. Uh chicken satay. <coughs> wasabi prawn <Yeah>. to start. Rahul will want a main beef dry curry beef lo mein. Yeah. Do, Do you eat spice? Love, yeah, yeah, I love spice. Okay, like a laksa, yeah. soft shell crab. Taschur, laksa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's will it sounds like. So, the chicken, uh, wasabi broth, mm-hmm. followed by um, yes, dry uh, curry beef, uh, low Dry Curry beef, uh, low mean.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And then soft shell
2: laksa. Yeah, Amazing. let me end with chandol.
0: And the at the end. Yeah, to okay. the end, Yeah. Yes, please. Yes. I love it that you didn't need to look at the menu. No,
2: no, you I just I, know I,
0: it off yeah, by heart. Yeah, I, I yeah. come here too much. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> delicious. Educate me. What's the difference between a laksa and other like noodle soups? Uh, laksa. Yeah, it's,
2: laksa is a type. A variation of a noodle soup Uh, Malaysia, Singapore, Indonesia More commonly found in those countries The soup is a curry based soup So it's a little spicy Coconut milk, curry Spicy, fishy
0: There's a coconut milk involved Not just broth, right? Yes, so it's
2: thick, thicker Viscous More viscosity Yeah yeah, Again, it's deeper my understanding of food To go back to the question so okay. in, in a good way Yeah So I, I maybe in a few years time I'll be like Ugh You know yeah, I'm, yeah, oh, I'm so yeah, sick yeah. of this But to be honest when I, when, I, when I book someone to research I'm not actually tasting the food You know I, yeah, I, I yeah. know how it's made So that's why I'm not sick of it yet You know no. what I mean But for comedy But it, but it was just
0: a coincidence yeah. that you, I mean already a foodie But yeah. like you've kind of Brushed that off Like you must be so in. i got a whole podcast about eating Because I'm mm-hmm. fascinated by eating And eating behaviours uh-huh. And food But surely you must be like properly into it to just be increasingly fascinated as time's gone on and to learn all that stuff
2: I just like to eat good food man yeah I I, I think it's a cultural thing we just seek out the. we have a lot of pride if you know this certain spot that serves the best version of something Oh, I you know, It's it. a cultural thing.
0: God, it makes me feel like a shit feminist because I just really love to be taken to places that other people know is a great spot. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't mind, I don't mind not... There's not my status, is it? I don't mind not being the guy who, who doesn't know the great spot. I just want to be taken to the great no, spots. But try too, all the great too. spots of yeah. all the different food types.
2: Yeah, I'm not even like the best... I have a friend, Malaysian. He's not a comedian, not a food yeah. critic, whatever. Just a regular guy. But I went out to a dinner with him. He said, oh... But he was eating this dish at a Michelin star place, right? Wow! He was like, "Oh, I think when they torched it, they held the butane gas too close because oh. I could taste the butane gas <gasps> on the surface." I was like, "Wow!" Whoa! How would you even? I was like, "Oh, this is good. This is delicious." Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> but he's like, mm,
2: "I taste a butane on it."
0: Yeah. Like, wow. <laughs> That is remarkable. Yeah, I worry that I misspent my youth too much to yeah, be yeah. able to detect any butane. Yeah, palette
2: wise, I think cocaine kills that. Yeah.
0: that, that, that thing. <laughs> no, like I mean, about, yeah. it
2: was more weed and cigarettes <laughs> in the countryside. Uh-huh, in it, okay. it,
0: but okay, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Every you, now and again, I dabbled mm-hmm. in cocaine too. If it was that, it's probably talcum powder <laughs> where <laughs> I grew up. <laughs> Have you seen spaced? That's it's a. A yes. 90s sitcom, yes. yeah, yes, where I they have. offer her yeah. a tic tac yeah. and she goes gone. I love Arf. It was like that <laughs> where, I, where I was growing up. Um,
2: I like how you have notes, man. Yeah, I've Very tried well. to be
0: organised. Yeah, I think too many podcasts are just straight up waffle. Yeah, <laughs> and it still ends up being waffly because I'm so verbose.
2: That's fine.
0: Um. Oh, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah, I knew it was in this mess of words, but like, this is the last thing I'm going to ask about the YouTube stuff. But it feels like, I feel like there's so much, there's a lot of very earnest, not, you know, very on topic, but quite earnest roasting of cultural misappropriation in mm-hmm. cookery. And it's too right, but I'm not sure how much that achieves. I feel like you've done, was that ever an aim, or is it an accident that you've exposed, like, the... the, the the absolute mess that white people make of (laughs) of, like of of a hundred different like of Mm -hmm. of of, of, of cuisine of like international cuisine that there's nothing to do with them that they've done no research before having the arrogance to put an actual recipe out of like under their own name yeah like uh, there's a lot i feel there's a lot of noise about that in the world at the moment in a good way Mm -hmm. but you've done it with comedy which i feel like is the best way to do things like you can change I think you can you can change people's opinions or awareness by making them laugh and telling them a story, less yeah. so by saying cancel these. Cunts. I know.
2: <laughs> I think the moment you use the phrase uh, cultural appropriation, people just turn off. You right, think, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm yeah. going to a book signing, a book talk <laughs> now. Yeah, oh my it's god, a here we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. So and also Uncle Roger comes from Uncle Roger comes from a place, is the food good? Right. He does he, he as a character and yeah, he, to some yeah, extent yeah. to me it's like I don't really care if you Culturally appropriate the food Yeah If it tastes good Yeah Appropriate fine. all you want man
0: Yeah I mean every now and again People have nailed it right yeah, Like Gordon Ramsay's fried so rice and all of that Let's, But the it, ones exactly. where they do it well Like yeah.
2: really stand out It so happens that uh, To make it good Chances are The culture is already perfected it Yeah So chances are If you learn from what the culture has done You will yeah. make good food So it's a coincidence The cultural appropriation thing Wasn't like a, a goal in my head Okay The first video Uncle Roger me was like Oh shit, this is how she made uh, BBC Food, Hersha Patel, oh, who's yeah, a good yeah, friend yeah. now. I love it. But the first time I, I saw it, it, there was no sense of like, oh, British or you know, cultural appropriating. It's more like, oh, this shit's hilarious. Yep. She doesn't even know how wrong this shit is, so <laughs> let me just try to make fun of it, <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, But coming from that angle, I feel, gets people more engaged. And it actually, you know, a lot of like Western people, white people, they've bought rice cookers and... Yep. They start to eat MSG. Yeah. They actually know how a proper fried rice is made, and yeah. I think it's actually more productive than if you just came out and be like, "Oh, let's talk about cultural appropriation." Just no, I think it's hundred percent more heavy, productive. You've got to
0: come in. you got to come in through the black the back door, yeah. not the black door, the back door. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> not culturally appropriating a fucking door yeah. while I'm here as well. Anyone can use the door. Yeah, the door doesn't yeah. belong to anyone. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I'm how to get it wrong. You're how yeah. to get it right. <laughs> I mean, we can move on to
2: nonsense now. Uh, Do you
0: think you've ever eaten anything that wasn't food? (laughs) Oh, wow.
2: Uh, Most packet rice. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but
0: talk, talk me
2: through What you mean Because I feel like Rice in the
0: UK Has come on Like I can't remember When you moved here But like uh, when I was growing up It was even sadder Than it is now We basically know, just had Uncle Ben's
2: Every time like, Poor
0: Uncle Ben He was like Uncle Roger's Great great grandfather
2: <laughs> You know how they uh, People always say Oh the food here You know in the 70s Food was so much shitter And <laughs> people in London Especially they have this They romanticise How much crime There used to be in In the 90s I'm <laughs> yeah. like why is that a good thing <laughs> yeah. oh London's changed man London's changed man I'm like yeah it's changed for the better dude come on let's, let's stop having nostalgia <laughs> about getting stabbed you know and it f- applies to food as well and, yeah and I have to say it's like improved leaps and bounds from what I hear yeah. I wasn't here in the 70s or 80s yeah, but you yeah. know I can see when they, a lot of immigrants Chinese immigrants or, yeah. or Hong Kongese people they, they came to um, uh, uh, the UK to open takeaways right I yeah. was in the 70s 80s and I could see what they serve Because the menu hasn't really changed Right And the reality is in the UK More so in cities A lot of these takeaways are closing Because people's tastes have changed Oh and really Really to me, it's a good thing. Sure, you know, yeah. a lot of parents will be out of a job, but about retirement age anyway, you should want them yeah. to be out of a job so they can enjoy yeah, yeah. their old age and not get sick, you know. <laughs> my, my, my parents are going through that. They still have right. to work because of financial issues, and you know, so I, I would rather them not work, you know, yeah. and help them out a little. I'm happy to help them out. But, Anyways, <laughs> I'm glad that those takeaways are closing because yeah. tastes evolve.
0: Yeah, 100%.
2: And uh, options have gotten better. Yeah. So I think overall it is a good thing.
0: Yeah. And, and I think, um, and especially like... English palettes to yeah. be that specific have diversified and oh. matured and are different fuck. and there's Thanks like yeah,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> absolutely because
2: you have a lot it of good was... things a lot of period stuff Victorian houses are nice yeah, yeah. but Victorian palettes are not you know? <laughs> <laughs> what do people you. eat back then in 1910 oh I mean eat?
0: yeah but also back then we were using really mad herbs and spices that we just just think of as weeds now. Like, there are... There is a, anyway, it's weird. Really? Uh, okay. Uh, uh, English Duber, cultural... Do like, I should. It's sh- it it really interesting. Mm-hmm. And there's stuff that's just gone, but it, it depended. Like, I think if you were it depended on how wealthy you were mm-hmm. like I think wealthy uh, people were very wealthy people were always eating very interesting things yeah. and then everyone else really fucking wasn't and there wasn't even water so you had to give your kids beer
2: like
0: I think it was oh, that <laughs> just See, that it was the cleanest drink to
2: give your kids food like, is a Push. lot more egalitarian now isn't <laughs> yeah. it you know sure if, if you're richer, you're to eat more good yeah. stuff but doing okay you still get to yeah. enjoy a Michelin star meal once in a while a special treat you know yeah Yeah. so I, I like it I like how it's headed and I, I think it can be better in Asia food is the most equal thing really good food you can have good food at like a three pound sign Google Amazing. Maps thing you can yeah, have good yeah, food yeah. at a one pound sign level as well
0: glorious you know yeah so glorious yeah we used to have I remember like growing up we'd have these bags of rice—they were like a see-through plastic sack of rice uh-huh. that you put into already boiling water.
2: Oh, oh yeah, the the boil in the like, bag.
0: Yeah, boil in the bag. And
2: like, like how busy are you? Ruined.
0: I know how also Yeah, you, you can tear
2: go. it open in like half a second.
0: It doesn't. It does You look back now and also like environmentally, it's so embarrassing You're it's eating so plastic. So embarrassing. You know how they literally oh. say literally <laughs> boiling plastic. Yeah.
2: And then you're <laughs> eating it and you complain about the plastic being in the ocean I'm like well you're eating the plastic yeah you pissed pissed that plastic into the ocean yeah
0: (laughs) oh god and it was only like the most ruddy long grain oh hello
2: wow Um, yum our dish first dish dish just arrived of course it's your podcast you are the boss of this Uh, this is not completely a Malaysian dish but it's one of my favourites here wasabi prawns wasabi mayo with a bit of caviar you know it's glorious yeah so, I think you'll, wow. I hope you'll like it. I, like I know
0: it. I'll like
2: it. Yeah, A little dip it in of the caviar, you know. That's what you're
0: doing. And is that radicchio? Uh, looks like it's it. Kind of like bitter.
2: Yeah.
0: Get that guy. Yeah. Wow. That's
2: just for decoration, really. Eat, eat, the, eat, eat the good shit first, you know. <laughs> <laughs> bon appetit. Bon appetit. Mm. That's so good. That's so good. Good. Mmm. Eh?
0: So gentle with the wasabi there. Mhm. Was so good.
2: Mmm.
0: I didn't expect them to have like a, almost a crumb, like mm-hmm. a not a crumb, it's wrong, but to be like have a crispy edge and then the wasabi mayo on top of that.
2: So good. Mmm.
0: Okay, that's really good
2: bougie bougie prawns man. yeah bougie really prawns. bougie prawns A bit of caviar
0: mmm
2: and that's lovely it's great that. we should do this podcast every week man
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean we could just start another podcast <laughs> there's probably enough podcasts in the world mm-hmm. oh, I have got loads there kits in mmm this is stuff of dreams I've never had anything like this I don't think I've had caviar since, um, I've got a friend called Posh Brian, who's re- he's a real posh guy, <laughs> and he had a cocktail party that had, it was, it, this was years ago, this was like six years ago, that had blinis that I'd never had, like those Ooh. little discs with smoked salmon, wow. caviar, and, um, yeah, that blew, blew my mind. I've never felt brave enough to just buy caviar from a shop that sells caviar. Whoa. I don't know. What's wrong with me?
2: If you go to Scandinavia, they're like two pounds. I know. Yeah. Well, you can get them in Lidl now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Papua was um, amazing.
0: I know you said you're not fussy, but is there any food or drink that you don't like that most people love or that you
2: love mm. that you think most people don't like? Mm. Things I love that oh most people God. don't like. There are certain Malaysian dishes that are a little bit pungent. Mm-hmm. Durian is one of them. Mm. There's a thing called like what stink bean, literally oh, called stink yeah. bean. Yeah, okay. yeah. So, I really mm. like that if they're prepared well.
0: I had a durian fruit. Somebody really early in the podcast, a patron, de- like not dead, but like recommended I try it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Well, you if I can get to hold a of foodie, one, yeah. then I will.
2: Yeah, and you can then, get then one I in Chinatown. Yeah, it's seasonal, it's summer only.
0: Right. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I was in. Um, I was doing gigs in Newcastle, and there was like a it's just a big Asian supermarket with them outside mm-hmm. and I was on my way to record a hoovering with a no it was the next day so I had to bring it into my um, premiere in. <laughs> and you don't really think anything of it and then you leave the room come back to the room after the game was like no. holy fucking wow and um, yeah I carried it I, I was doing a hoovering up there with a, a lovely chef and um, I took it into his restaurant in the afternoon before it opened and it was perfect because there was like six they were all guys in his kitchen who were like, "Oh my god!" All these Geordie chefs who've never seen one before, and they were hacking it open. And some of them were like, "Ugh," and the other ones were like, "What can we do with this?" And they made an ice cream, and then they did some other stuff with it. it sounded mm.
2: great. There's Are a you... place around here called Gulkin okay. that serves durian ice cream. Oh, really? I might stop by there after this. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to join if you like. Mm. Um, wow. Durian, durian yeah, durian is great. So uh, yeah, the, the, they call it the king of fruits in Malaysia. Right. And, Every hotel in Malaysia there's a sign that says no due rents allowed. Yeah. You know?
0: But is that because tourists don't like the smell or is that
2: because I mean yeah. they do stink, You only like the smell if you're it. eating it. Yeah. If you're not eating sure. it, you just smell it, you're like, oh no. But
0: it is it feels like a bit like that. Do you remember that um Oh god, I mean of course you're that like gold jumper a gold dress, blue dress thing where there was a dress that mm-hmm, like half people that. see what and they do it all the time with like um audio things where somebody hears someone saying something and music it's just a perception thing and it does feel like a mad thing to have a fruit where some people think it smells of corpses and other people think it smells delicious fair
2: enough there's very it's rich it's sweet it's caramelly you know I I like it a lot it does smell like corpses too though so Yeah. yeah yeah
0: Oh, fascinating. I feel like I've stolen all the caviar. No, please. I'm, I'm done.
2: It's not something I thought I'd I'm ever. Saving say. my stomach for later because yeah, I okay. I had a pretty lateish lunch. Oh no. Okay. Well, don't my, my worry. I'm eating still. Don't worry. Okay. Don't worry. I love this place. So.
0: I've had a yeah. big exercise and a smallish lunch, so I will make up for any um, gap in the eating up right. steaks for us Sounds today. good. Sounds um, good. Talk to me about eating growing up. I don't know if you had siblings if you ever did any cooking as a kid did you live in a house where a parent was cooking for you yeah
2: my yeah. mom cooked a lot mm-hmm. her food was alright you know mm. and we ate out a lot as well so okay just, uh, that's it's, cool Malaysia is just really cheap to eat out so okay great lot. yeah wow uh, this uh, by the way the second dish arrived mm. for the audio people mm-hmm. uh, this is satay very classic mm. Malaysian dish you know uh, but what I love here they do a really good peanut sauce and the cool. meat y- you'll see what I mean Okay. The Let's try looks,
0: it. Looks wow. It just glistens this chart. That's
2: just for decoration. You can it's have a dragon it. Dragon fruit, is it? Yeah, it is a dragon fruit. Yeah.
0: Cucumber, some raw red onion, oh, no, some that's, pineapple. It's a dragon fruit. Oh yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I see it. Yeah. Two yeah. guys. Mhm. Oh my God, it looks so good.
2: Please. And it's charred, you know, it's charred yeah. on the outside, which is the proper way to do it. You have to do it on over a charcoal <coughs> fire. Okay. Yeah. satay is basically skewers. God. Southeast Asian skewers.
0: Right. God. This does look extraordinary. Mm-hmm. I can see a tiny bit of heat is going to come from this peanut
2: sauce as well. Mmm. Oh my God. How tender is that meat, yeah. huh? Yeah.
0: What have they done to it? That's amazing. It's so I soft. I don't know. Magic. Mm. Magic. Mmm. Um, that's amazing.
2: In Malaysia, you get drunk, and then yeah. you know how you get kebabs? You get this.
0: Whoa! What a level up from like yeah. an elephant's leg on a <laughs> spinning, <coughs> like pole dancing pole. Yeah, I mean, that, what a yeah. level up. The closest I've ever had to this in terms of the, the chicken is. um in a kariage mm. where it's like a Japanese fried yeah. chicken yeah
2: oh god glorious yeah
0: this is really great mm-hmm. this is really great
2: enjoy enjoy mmm
0: mm. yes please um you're about to go on um tour aren't you mm-hmm. or are you already on it Start, just started yeah just started and um so how does being a comedian on tour affect how you eat will you be able to make time to go to great places to eat
2: nope nope, nope. <laughs> yeah. there's pizza yeah, express yeah. Yeah. anything on delivery mm-hmm. I'm also working you know I'm, yeah. I'm there I'm worried about sound the mm-hmm. light I'm doing a sound check mm-hmm. thinking about my, my jokes and materials so I don't have time to go to a restaurant yeah. you know fair play mm-hmm. um,
0: <clears throat> travelling's weirdly exhausting in that context as well I think
2: No. Yeah. um I get there I just want someone to bring me food to the green room from the room and you're doing a a fucking huge tour as well aren't you pretty much like some big travel like you're going um, to international
0: and everything yeah amazing
2: the thing about blowing up getting big from social media is your audience is in cities yeah so instead of like you, If you go Get big from TV here You get to do like You get to stay in the UK You got to come home yeah. every night From the train you know
0: Yeah yeah yeah
2: You do Shoreham Like Shoreham Warrington yeah. Bristol Northampton <laughs> yeah. you know All and the little art centres Yeah I mean Touring is touring you know Yeah But for me I will not sell anything in Shoreham But right. I'll sell in Toronto
0: Right, right? Amazing So
2: visa wise It's a big cost Right But I get to go to you know
0: I want to be able cooler
2: cities, I guess. But also, <laughs> yeah.
0: there's the opportunity. I know you're going to be busy working, but you'll be able to eat so much better in Toronto than you will in Shoreham. <laughs> <laughs> that, that
2: is true. That is un- an I objective they, fact, yeah. We can
0: make, I hope that your tour managers make time f- for the priority of some good food, at least, I hope
2: so, tour. too.
1: Selling a little or a lot? Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365 day returns.
0: Well, we've already talked about durian fruit, but what's the worst looking but best tasting thing you've ever eaten? I want to lick my plate, this is so fucking good. The okay. worst
2: looking but best tasting.
0: Yeah. <sighs>
2: This place is extraordinary Yeah, please have, have everything I come here too much So
1: <laughs> I love
2: it <laughs> Like twice a month I think I love at it. least. it um, Worse looking food mm. To be honest Most Malaysian food Is pretty ugly <coughs> Because, you know mm-hmm. um, Compared to like Vietnamese food mm-hmm. Where it's like colourful There's carrots yeah. There's orange
0: There's green yeah. There's bread Little there's, slices of red chilli Yeah
2: Malaysian food is just brown. Right, you'll see my dish. You'll see it's just yellow and mustardy, mustardy and browny. Okay, you know, and it doesn't photograph well. Okay, yeah, fine. But it, it's 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 all right. You know what else is pretty disgusting? I think like oysters look pretty disgusting. You know, yeah. like gooey and the texture, but it tastes great. Yeah,
0: know? yeah, it does look like what it, it does. There's nothing It's really hard to sell An oyster To people who hate them a bi, It's a bivalve That doesn't sound great Yeah It does sound
2: great <laughs> But how else Do you feel successful You yeah. know
0: it's Apart like from a, having
2: Oyster and caviar together Yeah you
0: know? yeah yeah, oyster and caviar together yes <laughs> it's like a really ugly flabby pasty needs a holiday version of a mussel like there's n- it's yeah. got so little going for it but it's absolutely delicious
2: a mm, little bit uh, of Tabasco yeah
0: mm. a lot of and some citrus <laughs> yeah yes Ugh. get in yeah um okay so you talked about Michelin I mean, star so I'll I'm ask gonna you take, what...
2: I'm gonna take the last piece
0: yeah of you've got somewhere. to yeah. Yeah, can't be um actually what do you think the swankiest thing you've ever eaten is mm. I could drink that peanut sauce I... no no <laughs> I can't do that <laughs> I, w- I want you to like me too
2: much <laughs> oh my god so I like you more if you drink it to be honest <laughs> oh just lost
0: my food yeah. <laughs> yeah I really love this food I'll just That's dip i just dip to. everything there is here to dip mm. in it dip this next
2: the fanciest place I've been to is um, yeah. actually just this week my mm-hmm. agents me and my two of my agents we had dinner at uh, Eekstead okay I didn't Eeksted know Eekstead is a Stockholm restaurant based uh, in Stockholm a okay. Swedish chef Michelin star uh, multiple wow. and then they just opened a London branch. so Amazing. seven courses tasting menu wow. I think for like you know, 200 something pounds whoa yeah but agents pay for it so I, I would take okay. it okay um, <laughs> and Swedish thank, food thank
0: you Asian. Yeah,
2: it's very meaty a lot of deer mm-hmm. uh, a lot of like the game meats but they okay. do it so nicely uh tiny portions as, as yeah. michelin star venues go always yeah but uh, yeah you still
0: come away feeling like like you could like just roll over for days like it's hibernate an,
2: yeah it's an experience they show you how they cook it one of the dishes they bring you to the kitchen and you eat it there <gasps> it's like beef fat on oysters whoa yeah they have this little tool called uh, something uh, yeah, I forgot what it's called, uh, but a Swedish like Viking cooking utensil.
0: Wow. So they
2: put it over a hot fire, you see it glow red. And then they just put solid beef fat in. And then the, because it's so hot, it just renders the beef fat instantly. And then you pour that rendered beef fat into an oyster. And then you just put some herbs on it. And you just drink it. You just eat the oyster.
0: Whoa! The beef fat, the
2: smokiness. It's ah. Amazing. It's like those kind of things you used to brand people in like old movies to yeah, torture them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. And then Something it's like that. A beef fat on it. Delicious. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Do you think there's anything that you believe? surely you're going to have one of these (laughs) it's one of my favourite questions is there anything you believe demands to be eaten in a particularly ritualistic way I'm worried your list is going to be so massive but if you could choose one I mean like the classic example here just from a really massive advertising campaign I think in the noughties is like a Cadbury's cream egg like the how do you eat yours and everyone Uh goes into that but people have answered everything from apples, Big Macs
2: all sorts I think it's ramen. Yeah. I think ramen is such a... And the Japanese, they have a culture of precision. So yes. when they make it, it's like, I've made it before with a chef for a video. Yeah. And he's like, okay, 2.25 grams of sodium bicarbonate. Like, wow. It's like, wow. Whoa. Most Southeast Asian cooking is a uh, feeling. Yeah. You throw shit in a pan yeah. and you do it many, many times. Ultimately, you kind of know yeah. what proportions work. But j- the Japanese. I mean, that's ramen.
0: how I like cooking. Yeah,
2: it's, it's home, easier. but yeah, it's like jazz. Yeah. <laughs> but <it's, laughs> Oh it's my god! Special. Look soft at this crab. soft <gasps> shell crab. Soft shell crab laksa. It's something special. That is some. I might steal theater, a little bit. Of yeah. course. <gasps> this my see how wow. what you mean? my, my you. just brown tones over and over again. Yeah, but yeah. you can see how molten that beef is. It yes. You feel free to have some as well.
0: Oh God, I keep standing in my own life. This looks, look at those noodles as well. Mm-hmm.
2: Inky. <laughs> Enjoy. F-
0: thank you. Thank you for your knowledge. Yeah,
2: I think the ritual, yeah, ramen, when I get a bowl, now that I've understood how you're supposed to eat it, right. you get a bowl of ramen, first thing you do is taste the broth. Okay. Because the broth will tell you, how good the ramen is! How good the chef is! Everything okay. is in that broth.
0: Right, and it's meant know? to be cooked for hours. Am I that right? The broth,
2: yeah, twelve like bones just breaking
0: least. down for hours.
2: Yeah, the bones flavoring the broth, right. but you have to keep it clean. Yeah, so you have to blanch it first, parboil yeah. the bones, get rid of the scum, the blood, the yeah. little piece of meat. A tonkotsu ramen, a pork bone broth, yeah. should be just clear white.
0: Wow. Yeah. White, yeah,
2: white, and then it's 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 amazing. The oh, taste is the
0: nutrients of that are going to be insane. So should I taste this
2: broth or can I squeeze the lime
0: onto it first? Squeeze, squeeze the lime onto it. Yeah, yeah.
2: That's not really a broth. It's more like a dried laksa. So I mean, oh, please I'm taste the broth so too. So excited! I'm so excited! Look at
0: these big ass chilies in there. Oh, the- Fucking time of my life here Nigel. Thank oh you great. You really like it. I'm so glad I haven't got a gig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i just tumble tumble onto the stage and be like I've already had a great night. <laughs> can not care about this bit anymore.
2: Yeah. Last time we went to another Malaysian place too. but we yeah. got something different didn't we?
0: Yeah.
2: Malaysian did. food is so diverse and interesting. Oh, Have you had amazing. Phil Wang on? He'll know a yes, lot about it. Yes, I yeah, did. Yeah, he knows a lot about food as well. Yeah. Yeah, I braved cooking for him. It was fine. Oh, you you cook for him? Hmm.
0: Oh, nice. Oh, so good. So tasty. I mean, I could live in here. Mm
2: Mhm. I would come here every day, man.
0: It's like clean and fresh and sharp. But so creamy. Mm-hmm. There's such that depth that just coats the back of your throat in the loveliest way. Like the most warming, wintry. Yes. Glorious,
2: like chilly heat. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you like it. I love it. What is this guy? What's this guy, please? That is a uh, fish ball. Fish ball. Yeah. It's happening to me. It's good. Should try the crab. Mmm. Mm. Oh, wow. Mm. <clears throat> what other places have you been to? Where have people brought wow. you to when you record this podcast?
0: So, I've been to chefs' restaurants before they open. Mm. Uh, where are they taking me to? Um,
2: have you been to August, any shit places? It? Like yeah anyone brought you to a Wagamama's
0: <laughs> no not yet are you very anti Wagamama's it's like a I have no. a I, have, I mean, it's a guilty pleasure
2: <laughs> it's it works if I'm at Gatwick Airport right you know? exactly yeah and it's I'm starved for choice it's either Airport. that or Jamie Oliver's uh, Jamie's diner and then I'll go Wagamama's
0: yeah 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 but also I think the thing is this podcast is similar to your outlook in the sense that it does not have to be fancy. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. all have to be this good. So, um, we did, I did one just about like almond croissants with Sunil Patel. Like mm. things like that. It's like if I was, there's a thing that we both he told me he had an almond croissant addiction at a job we had together mm-hmm. and I was like well The Place Near Me does really good ones of those. So that was perfect. And in that maybe we won't, we won't be eating throughout the podcast otherwise we'd have had to have about nine each. But
1: yeah. You can only have so mm. many almond croissants man.
0: Oh, wow. Oh, my God, that crab. Mm. Wow.
2: Let me add one more thing to the Mm. ramen ritual. Yeah. You eat ramen, you are supposed to slurp it. Okay. One, it it shows the chef that the food is good. Yeah. It's a Japanese thing. Okay. And two, when you slurp it, the same way when you aerate wine then it yeah. has the flavor right so you stir up noodles and ramen it has that flavor too mmm so, yeah i know in, in the then. west it's a bit rude to make noises when you eat but even a proper ramen oh. joint i think people should do it
0: okay great <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> i mean try some of mine yeah i do and
0: you must try some of mine i've had them many times but i'll have, I'll have a little bit yeah <laughs> yeah should i take these guys mm-hmm? sorry <laughs> <laughs> These curry leaves? Wow.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Try a bit of your beef.
1: Oh my god, that just falls apart.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, this is such a treat.
2: Mm. Wow. So different types of noodles. Yeah.
0: Mmm. <clears throat> mmm. Mm. That's amazing.
1: Mm.
0: Is there star anise? Is there aniseedy thing in this? Tiny Probably. Oh. I'm not sure. Or clove or something.
2: There's something clove, surprising Yeah, clove lip will be in there. Very common uh, spice it. in Malaysian cooking.
0: Mmm. That's awesome. I mean, mm. they've nailed this. Mm-hmm. You've nailed this. <laughs>
2: Good. you got to trust me when it comes to food, man. Yeah, I do. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I try, I try.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, I've never been taken anywhere this good for this podcast. Really? No, no oh, way. Oh, no. You're I think won. Uh-huh, you've won. Oh, thank you. have absolutely won. Because normally it's me picking the place, and like, I ask the guests what they're into, mm-hmm. and then we go somewhere vaguely, like, based around that. Mmm. Well, like with Nick Helm, like he'd never tried a Taco Bell, so oh. we went to a Taco Bell and yeah, a Taco Bell. Bell in the park. Um. <laughs> I thought it was all right. We yeah. were surprised. It's not an occasion, though, you know. No. Well, it was. Oh. I think it's quite fun to have a Taco Bell as a picnic in a park. Mm. <laughs> as, as, a, as just a couple of adults.
2: <laughs> hey, you do you, man. You do <laughs> you. <laughs> That's why I'm not a fan of picnics because it's like, how good can your food be if it comes in a basket? You know, <laughs> just cold bread, cold spreads, yeah. cold meats. Can we get a delivery to the park? That would be better. Well,
0: right? we kind of did that. Yeah, yeah we just carried be our own delivery to the park. I think lockdown changed that for lots of people because when we could only meet outside,
2: mm-hmm.
0: like we really leveled up. It was like, do you want to meet for the park? Maybe have a, like have a pizza. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I went on a lot. Went on a few mm-hmm. park dates. Mm-hmm. Those were grim, though. Mm. I walked. I walked and...
0: past couples on benches, thinking, "Oh God." Yeah. Also, this like. The stakes are so much higher about when to like off, to stop like, kissing <laughs> when there's a pandemic. It's like, oh god, i are basically going to have to fully fall in love before you get to get off with anyone. I mean, we're grateful not to be single through that.
2: Yeah. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. I need the ambience, man. I need the ambience, yeah. of a nice restaurant to kind of enhance my personality. <laughs> the park, so, it's so cloudy. context with this person yeah. Bench isn't going to cut it. Bench isn't, there's like... <laughs> other guys with cute dogs, you know?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No use. Um, Mm. What's the most romantic place you've ever been for food? Oh.
2: Hmm. Probably this place in KL, Kuala Lumpur. Okay. Um, It's an Argentinian steakhouse on one of the towers. Uh, 40th floor or something, open air. I mean, just tropical, right? So you just can see the view of the city. It's Close. dark and the buildings light up. You see a you see a city skyline but yeah. there's no glass in front of you. Wow. It's outside. And Asia Asian skylines are so much higher. Yeah. We have like here you have the Shard right? But yeah, really yeah. it's the only tall thing. Maybe four or five tall buildings. Yeah. But in Asia it's always like you've seen like the yeah. Asian skylines. There's lots of tall buildings. It's it's extraordinary, and, yeah. It's kinda of cool, you know. Amazing. I, I do like it in Europe and, and London as well because yeah. you have zoning laws which retains yeah. the character of a neighborhood. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but you know, a cool Asian skyline with tall buildings yeah, and you're yeah, yeah. being that close to it, you realise how big they are. Totally. And you're on the fiftieth floor, you're having steak and wine while you're just looking out into you yeah. know skyscrapers and so close. It's it's kinda of cool. It does sound really lovely. Yeah.
0: Um do you have any well I ask everybody this. Would you always say you've had an easy relationship with eating? Have you ever had any complications?
2: No complications, man. No complications. I, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: <it's> like, <laughs> I love uh, eating, but I have abs. Like, what more can I want from life, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I've been blessed.
0: <laughs> you fucking have. Yeah. Like, let, let's talk in your 60s, Nigel. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> let's talk in your 60s. Yeah, let's No, you it, won't. You'll it be it, like man.
2: Hasselhoff, won't you? I, I love will. It. You know, I'm <laughs> like surprised. I, I don't like being too buff because yeah, you yeah. look weird on camera. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. being a kind of buff where you take your shirt off, the women just go, oh.
0: Yeah, like
2: Surprise. Like, hmm.
0: Well, me too, I think.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you are. You work out strong. You know? Yeah. So what? What? It my is so relationship with eating it? has just been pure joy. Really? You know?
0: What a lovely, lovely answer. <laughs> Do you know what you. I mean? Like yeah. it's so, it's so nice. It's so great to I hear. I think it.
2: when food is good, you actually overeat less because you're yeah. satisfied. It's only when food is black. No, but
0: like even like you take know? like the joy of this podcast is you take the time to stop and talk in the middle of things, and like my mouth is ringing in such a nice way. Okay. I just feel like everything is. <laughs> It sounds so pervy, especially when we're in like this little private booth. But like everything's turned on, like everything's like mm. dialed up. It's so good. This
2: you should come here. Yeah, if you dig in central London, this is where you should come before yeah. your shows.
0: Absolutely. Although yeah. I feel like yeah, I want to come and take my time in here. Yeah,
2: yeah. come at five and gig at eight.
0: Yeah. My partner is vegetarian, though. Do you think? She... Oh no. Yeah, sorry. I Think she would? <laughs> she would. Have... There must be things she could.
2: Can you ask her for an open relationship? That's <laughs> yeah. a, a food girlfriend. A food... Oh, well you buy or you... Uh, a bi, yeah, okay. yeah. A f- yeah. A food... Yeah. A food fuck buddy, you know? <laughs>
0: yeah. You,
2: you can't I'm sure she'd be absolutely fine with that. I'm sure she'd
0: yeah. yeah, right.
2: She <laughs> can't deprive you of this joy. Mm. And a lot of Asian dishes are shared, mm. you know? Next time I can bring you to a hot pot. And then it's completely shared. It's basically yeah. a bowl of broth you dip your meat in to cook. Oh, and then amazing! You just eat it. Yeah, like um, fondue. Do? Yeah, but better, I think. but better. But better. But <laughs> better.
0: Obviously, better. If you've got a hangover, what would you be having?
2: Mm-hmm. Any broth-based noodle dish. Okay, fine. It could be ramen, it could be laksa, could be pho. Could fine. Be... You're coming back here.
0: Uh, the answer to it's most questions is, and I'll be coming back far, here.
2: <laughs> too far, too far. I'll have to be on a northern line for like thirty minutes. Oh, that's bit, true. A actually, far. a bit sweaty. I might just deliveroo. Yeah. There's a chain in the UK called pho. Yeah, they're okay. It's decent. Yeah. It's decent, you know. Yeah. And then ship it over, I'll eat it yeah. at home. Yeah, that's it. That's my, that's my Sunday, my hangover the Sunday. Joy the
0: joy of pho is like, they're everywhere. You can, he- you can go there to introduce a boomer to summer rolls.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, summer rolls are nice. They're great. Uh, and they can make it quite decently spicy, too. Yeah. And it's a good entry point to um, yeah. Vietnamese food.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm into it. I'm glad to find out that liking fur is not as embarrassing as liking wagamamas. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> You have to swap back with me. Wagamamas, okay,
2: yeah. Is
0: that assertive? Yep. I did it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Oh thank you. <laughs> Both are great, right? I fucking loving it. Yeah. Um if there was no other option, would you eat a person?
2: Oh <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. You know. Because if I don't eat them, they're gonna eat me. Yeah, there is right? that. Yeah.
0: I love it that you've also factored in that it was a matter of who's gonna kill you'd have to kill them. Mm-hmm. I'm into that.
2: Oh.
0: I love this. Um don't know how
2: you're gonna cook it though
0: you don't know yeah. yeah you'd be pretty fucking livid if they were if they were cooked in a really you
2: grill fluid. you saute you sous vide yeah. human flesh
0: it's better not to be just stuff chucked in a bowl yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I would sous vide human flesh mm-hmm. you know it's nice get the temperature just right
0: yeah nice I'd do it if it was hidden in something where you didn't know what it was mm. like a a sausage roll or like something like a bun yeah yeah yeah, bun. <laughs> yeah, I'd love my answer to that question to be no, but I just know <laughs> what if, if you're really hungry then it's all bets yeah. are off. Yeah.
2: Like.
0: yeah. Say diddly umptious. Oh no. And then you can be in my podcast. Scrum umptious A donkey looks at a robin the wrong way, and a weird magic event kicks off where everything that's red turns into one of my favourite things you mentioned in your Uncle Roger videos mushroom sweat. It's the water that sweats out of all the mushrooms that white people cook wrong every day. At first, it's fine, it's just a it's just curious that all red things have turned into mushroom sweat until we realise that all red cars are musky puddles, some transforming at a fatal speed, <laughs> killing everyone in them. Red fire engines are fucked and we need them. Post boxes have ruined everything that was in them. It's a fucking apocalypse. It's a disaster. People are dying. But uh, Luckily, the donkey has agreed to ta- talk to the Robin and undo all of this, but only if you, and will it does have to be you, give Gordon Ramsay a piggyback from Dover to Calais over a rickety raft bridge all whilst making a loud purr noise like a big daddy lion might make so they, you can't have any snacks because you're purring all the way <laughs> all the way. it sounds impossible but you do it! you're a hero! you go down in history as the man who saved us all from mushroom sweat apocalypse so your reward is the adulation of all people for all time you're a god your reward in the moment though is the feast of your dreams now this is the opposite of the last meal in the sense that you couldn't be hungrier was fucking exhausting and you couldn't be happier. So it's like the anti-last like meal. This is the first meal of the rest of your life as the man of your dreams. So it's an absolute fantasy feast. I don't care about health, consequences, any of that shit, ethics, fuck all that. Just, and nothing even has to be possible. I would love to know in that situation of absolute happiness and hunger, what you would eat, what you would drink, and if you'd like to choose a who with and where you'd do this, then you can have those things as well.
2: Wow. It's a lot, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Who with has to be my, fam- my family. Yeah, you know? lovely. Yeah, 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 It's, uh... Yeah, they they're in Malaysia, right? So yeah. I, I live here. I get to see them once a year. Okay. Uh, so I miss them a lot. Yeah. And also, you know, I've eaten with them every meal growing up. So it's yeah. nostalgia. It's nice. Yeah. What to eat? There's this Malaysian dessert, like, dessert place near where I live in Malaysia okay. that I used to go ever since I was a kid. Once a week, I, I remember having Taekwondo lessons in the evening, like 7 to 9 pm. Then afterwards, we would go to this dessert place. Amazing! Of you know, my, my dad, or both. they oh, nice. me up then we go there. They mm. eat it. Same dish every meal. It's called a bobor cha cha.
1: Mm.
2: It's like a nyonya Malaysian dish.
1: Uh,
2: it's very good. Hard to find outside, outside Malaysia. Yeah. Uh, but I love it. And it brings back right. a lot of good memories. And every time I go back to Malaysia, I still go visit that stall.
0: Oh, I love it. It's and they've grown now. They have
2: a Facebook page now. Oh,
0: yes! Yay!
2: <laughs> they have a Facebook page at an oh, actual so please store still now. There. Oh, Instead nice. It's just like a cart. Nice. Uh, and it's coming back to it now with like, grown-up eyes. It's like the dingiest fucking
0: <laughs> the sketchiest
2: <laughs> place. It's <laughs> next there. to a, a pool hall, snooker mm. hall. Mm. <laughs> mm. But I, have a, I, I have a suspicion it's a brothel. Right, great. Because it's like twelve <laughs> pool tables in there, but nobody's playing pool, it's no. complete pitch black in there. Yeah. You just see men coming out and smoking. It sounds like a film set. Then it sounds back. like where
0: some nasty
2: so like smuggled, choking on my noodles.
0: smuggled <clears throat> awfulness is going down. Yeah. I love it. So Definitely gang, gangster run. So I'll, you'd have you'd have a, have, and a a, yeah, so have a pudding in a gangster run brothel.
2: Yes, I've a pudding next to a brothel with
0: my family. <laughs> That's my final
2: answer. <laughs> I'm in my turn.
0: What a funny man. Nigel has announced an absolutely massive international tour just this week. Tickets have gone on sale now and he is going really far and wide all over the world so wherever you are listening to this in the universe he's likely coming to a city near you. He is such a international superstar these days because of the old YouTubes and I do believe Uncle Roger will pop up in his show so get your tickets now. He is also Mr Nigel Ung um, M-R-N-I-G-E-L-N-G on all the social medias follow him for updates on all his work and I mean if you haven't already witnessed the star-studded light show that is Uncle Roger's YouTube channel it really went massive during the pandemic sort that out and do that now too Come and see me do some new material, some stand-up if you like. The last Honer's Club of the year is on Monday. It's me, Deborah Francis-White and Sarah Barron all doing new material at Camden Comedy Club. The night is called Honer's Club and there's a few £6 tickets left everything interesting that nigel and i mentioned including tickets to his tour um links to his social media links to our social media all of that is all in the podcast notes as ever feel free to support the podcast with five star reviews recommendations or indeed of actual money over on acas supporter or on patreon you can follow us on social media at the hoovering pod and follow me why not follow me as well at jessica Foster Q. anything longer than a tweet you want to um Uh, sending me an email you can do that through my website and that's also where you'll find links to buy tickets to live shows jessicafostercue.com huge thanks to acast for hosting the podcast hoovering is produced by emma corsham and the music is by mike greenway until next week happy hoovering